What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And uh, welcome back. It's kind of crazy out there. Yep. It's we're, getting crazy. It's we're, crazy. We're still alive. But, but yeah, this is... Corona didn't get us yet. I was going to say, for, yes. the new, for the news segment today, we've got big news, and it is that we are all still here. Yes. And that we're not going anywhere. Yes, we're not going to go anywhere. You're going to be able to sit at your home in quarantine and still listen to us on a weekly basis. Even if it gets to the point where we're not even allowed to be in the same room, we will make sure that it's still brought to you some way, somehow. Yeah, we live in 2020. I mean, we can You've got the technology. We can all take our own mics home and record via our own computers, and you'll still get the content that you want every Tuesday and every Saturday until um, we die. Done. Or Clone War- Wars is done, or <laughs> one of us passes away from. <laughs> no, uh, stop. Who, who's, Don't say it. Who's the least important of this three to keep going? If someone dies, like. Okay, well, let's who, talk about who's expendable. Who, who's the least? <laughs> I am uncomfortable. Who's the oldest? <laughs> I am. I am uncomfortable with where this conversation is going. <laughs> Jeremiah wants to pick and choose right now. So, so anyways, so there's a poll under us right now that you can click on and pick who you want to die. No, I'm just kidding. That's not <laughs> yeah, let's let's not do that. But uh, but yeah, so not a ton of news. Actual news came out, except for the fact that. The digital version of the Rise of Skywalker is now live, it's live. and Just then the novelization that. is also out, which I Correct. do not have yet, but I'm planning on getting and very I soon. I was planning on reading the whole book today, but I only got to chapter five, and because that's I solid, just, that's some solid progress, uh, though. It's actually not that big of a book. I was kind of disappointed. It's like probably like around eight to ten hours worth of reading consistently, hmm. but even I can mention this real quick, like. The first chapter is about Ray and Leia's like training stuff. Oh, that's it's, cool. So it starts like it's a different flow. Yeah, and it's really interesting because they go over how how Leia's like they go more in detail about how Leia and Luke were training and how she said I'll come back to this one day, but she knew if she like she's the kind of person that once she says she's done with it right now, she's most likely done with it forever. But she had a lie to Luke, huh? During that sequence, but yeah, maybe it'll be better than the movie for me. And how? How? No, but the biggest thing from that one is you get so much more Leia. Oh sure. And how she didn't want to fail the way Luke failed with Ben, and the way Obi Wan failed with Luke. Interesting. Or no, no, not Anakin. no, no, no. That, Anakin. Makes, Anakin. that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I yeah, meant that makes Anakin, sense. not Luke. But so she felt. There's a lot more pressure on her because she don't want to fail. So sure. it made it seem like it was way more Leia was actually training. Because in the yeah. movie, we got like clips. That one clip in that one scene, it felt like it didn't really feel like she was really training her. She was just kind of watching she her. She was like pepping her up. Do your thing. But then again, she wasn't actually there in real life. Sure. So it was probably really hard to. Portray that scene. So I think the book does a really good job at making Leia a character. Cool. Sweet. So I would say go check that out. Yeah, for sure. So far, so good. No big complaints yet. You get more detail about Palpatine in Chapter 2 already. Like, it's pretty good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sweet. Dude, it's good. All right. So far, so good. Yeah, so pretty light on the news um, this week. Clone yeah. Wars is still coming out full steam. Yes. Super excited about that. If you... Haven't checked out the Clone Wars Saved podcast yet. Uh, you should definitely do that after this episode, after mm-hmm. you finish this episode. 
Um, we just wrapped up episode four. Or, yeah, that's live, right? The last episode of The Bad Batch is live on Clone Wars Saves, yep. so go check that out. Yeah. So if if you're all caught up on Empire Radio and you're thinking to yourself, man, I w- I'm still at home, I'm still you know, staying safe and whatnot, but I don't have anything to listen to, go check out The Mandalorian Podcast yes. and Clone Wars Save Podcast. The Mandalorian has a lot of good, juicy podcast episodes out there. Yep. So you should not have issues finding... Content. Yeah, my my personal favorite episode was the very last one. That's because you're on that one. <laughs> that was my first experience <laughs> with uh, you two lovely gentlemen. So, mm. all right, stop. Yes, yeah, stop. <laughs> Anyways, so um, moving on to the main kind of the the meat of the podcast, um, we're really excited because we are kind of kicking off a series, mini series, a mini series where. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be taking each trilogy, and we're going to be ranking the movies based on our personal opinion, and then we'll probably talk about the trilogies as a whole, what we liked, what we didn't like, all those things, um, and we'll go through each of the trilogies, so we'll do the prequels. This is uh, the prequel episode today, and then we'll do the original trilogy, and then the sequels, and then at some point, it would be really cool to like do the anthrop- anthropology like, series. They're considered anthology. Antho- antho- anthology, antho- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the anthology <laughs> films, and then maybe maybe the the tele- group the television stuff in there. I don't know, but like do kind of like the outlier stuff, and then at the end of that, the big finale is rank all the movies. We're gonna rank the movies and completely divide our fans. Mm. Lol. Sounds good. So yeah, or divide us. No, our fans. We're always on the same page. What? You're not going to divide us? What if Jeremiah gets mad because your favorite episode is... Eight. Well, <laughs> we all know that that's not going to be the case. Yeah, that's, <laughs> no one in this room's favorite episode is eight. So. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we'll see. We'll see how the things fall. It'll be kind of like our own little March Madness bracket, but without the sports. Because there is no March Madness. Yeah. Really quickly, Ooh, for really, we should create a bracket. Really quickly, so our fans can pick which ones they think we're gonna pick. That would actually be incredible. Dude, we're gonna do that. Yeah, you got time now. You should do that. I should do that. Heck yeah! And we stay can put tuned. the link. Like we'll make a okay. Well, stay we'll tuned. figure something tentatively. Else. Don't we're no promises. Yes, yes, but so that is actually pretty speaking, cool idea. Speaking of March Madness, uh, I want to give a little humor at the start of this episode. So I don't do sports. I'm I'm not very into sports. And one of my coworkers at my job is also not into sports. And we got an invitation to do, you know, like March your Madness March Madness brackets bracket. online from another coworker of ours. And mm. he sent it out to a bunch of people. So it's like a thing that we were supposed to do as a community. <laughs> so my coworker comes in and he's bragging about his perfect bracket. And knowing he doesn't know anything about sports, I'm sitting here going, what? <laughs> what do you mean you're perfect? And he goes, yes, I logged in, created an account, didn't put a single thing in my bracket, and then they canceled all the games, so I have a perfect bracket <laughs> because none of the games are <laughs> like, yep. oh, boy. Anyway. Everyone you're, has you're a perfect a, bracket. You're a dad. Anyways. Um, no, it was it was really funny. It was a really funny moment. Uh, so, yeah. Prequels. Yes. You... Love them, you hate them. You love to hate them. You love to hate them, and you, you hate to to, and you hate to love them, and you mm-hmm. also love to love them. I personally, 
I have would, a really special place in my heart for the prequels. Yes. Jeremiah. <laughs> do, you, do we want to dive into it right now? Is that well, how, how do we want to discuss it? Do we want to do quick rank and then discuss overall t- uh, reflections? Or do we want to just kind of just dive in dive in and just do it all random? Um, I think we should at least start by stating what our order is. Okay. And then just jump in. And so I would say, yeah, just give your first choice, your second choice, and your third choice. First being, obviously being the best. Jeremiah. First being the best? Yeah. What would you pick? I would say episode three is my favorite. Okay. Okay. Then two, then one. It's basically- Two over one? Two is way better than one. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Two is way better than one. And And we- we will talk about this. So Feel free begins. to stop listening. <laughs> okay. Okay, right. Drew. One, three. If there's anything in between, then two. So you're, you think episode We're, one is the best? I of, think episode one's the best for sure. Oh, my gosh. I, for sure, dude. Oh, my gosh. The, the fights, All right. I, oh, I want to go into. Andrew, yes, what is, one is what is Okay, so I, I'm torn because one holds a really special place in my heart. Because for those of you that didn't listen to the episode where we talked about our Star Wars stories, um, one was the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters as a kid. Me too. And so there's just nothing like the initial connection of, oh my gosh, it's Obi-Wan and he's young. And then seeing that fight scene with Maul at the end. That was nuts. But three, in my opinion, is a really well-made, beautiful just all around movie as a whole. Like, yeah, the dialogue's kind of cheesy, whatever. But the CG, the score, the production are all top notch. Mm-hmm. I know two is my, my third pick. My, that's my least favorite of all three of them. Um, you got to do it. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Right, I'm going to go. Th- I'm going to go three, one, two. Okay. So we all have different answers. That's yeah, but that's good. We didn't plan this. No. no so that's good. Okay, so, so before we tear down yeah. exactly why these are our perfect order, let's mention our ad quick for this episode. Yeah. So um, I, I, on a serious note, I want to stress the importance of this, uh, what we're about to say now more than ever, um, especially because, as all of you know, we're dealing with – the pandemic of COVID-19 and what some people are saying is the initial stages of recession. Um, and so one thing that you can do to help us, but more importantly, help a really incredible small business is go to wesleyandrews.cc and order a coffee subscription through their website. Um, for those of you that are coffee drinkers, I guarantee you there is no way you will regret making this purchase because the, all of their coffee beans are incredible. And then the awesome thing is there's no human contact. So you can practice your social distancing and quarantining and have your coffee too. And it be a higher quality than 90% of the other coffee shops you go to. Correct. If not a hundred percent, that's arguable. I would say a hundred percent, but, uh, do do us a favor. Go do a coffee subscription. Put in the code Empire Radio when you check out. That is a capital E and a capital R. No space in between the two words. And you get 50% off your first purchase. Um, but the thing is, is I guarantee you, you're not going to want 
to just do one purchase, you're going to want to keep it going. So please do. Um, but yeah, um, Wesley Andrews is unfortunately being impacted and they've had to temporarily close their doors, but this is a way to keep it going and then also support us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause what you don't want is to be quarantined and then be like, Oh, where did, where did my Star Wars podcast go? And then realize we had to stop doing it. Yeah. That's not going to happen. That is true, though. It does really help, though, if you do that. So It's not going to happen. Go do but it. the potential of us not having to add for this podcast is very is more likely. So yeah. make sure you go support Wesley Andrews. And by supporting them, you also support us. And keep your subscription going after the first order if you would love. if Because I know you're going to love your first order. And I'm a little biased. So y'all don't know I I'm currently going to be the one roasting all of those beans for you. Heck yeah. So, if I see that you use the promo code Empire Radio at checkout, you may get another you may I might just put a sticker in that delivery oh, bag. Dang. Oh, dang. Because for me, I'm no longer I'm employed but very little. So my job has changed significantly within the last 48 hours. So because of that, I'm going to be roasting for you, which means you can use that checkout and get a sticker. And it's a it's the emblem, the logo from the Mandalorian podcast. Correct. Which is which is sick. It's an incredible logo. I have it on the back of my car. Uh, I have it on a water bottle and a thermos that I use to take coffee that I brew with Wesley Andrew Beans to work. Mm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like. If you if you're able to do it, like you're obviously you don't have to if you don't want to, but if you're able to support Wesley Andrews, support us and everything and just be a part of what's going on and try to make a little bit of a difference, it really does make a pretty significant difference, even if it's just one order. Yeah. So like Andrew said, like I said, go to WesleyAndrews.cc. The link is in the bio. And use promo code Empire Radio at checkout. That's a capital E and a capital R. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious that the Jedi probably wouldn't have fallen if they had done a coffee subscription. True. So don't be like the Jedi. But no. they wouldn't have had a, a dark. Do, roast we're not so. we're not going oh. oh, that's for sure. <laughs> it would have been light roast only. hundred percent support what you know, Jeremiah I just said, said that. He doesn't even know what he just said, but I support it, it, what he just said. It is funny because in my brain, <laughs> I said it, and the second I said it, I heard, it's a trap. Because I knew one of you were going to make a joke. Anyways. And did you ever think Jeremiah would have made the joke? No. Mm. I was expecting you to. That's fair. If you if you put a cup of dark roast and light roast side by side and I tasted them, I wouldn't. I, you would know. Trust me, you would know. I would know. I could probably taste the difference, but I wouldn't know which one. Yeah, is it's, like, it's pretty drastic. Know. You might not know which one is which, but you would know. Okay. Which it, might be why you don't drink coffee because you've never had. Now, I've, that the only coffee. No, 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 no. For real, though, that is a really good point because when my, I had a, I have a really, really close friend who got me into like actual coffee mm-hmm. and it is going to sound stupid to people who don't understand coffee, but it, it actually changed my life, my <laughs> coffee life <laughs> because you like, you have Starbucks no, or you have like does. church coffee or like office coffee or Folgers or something. You're like, oh, okay, this is coffee. But then you have like carefully coffee. done, carefully made, carefully roasted, carefully brewed coffee. And it, it is a completely different world. Have you, have you ever had coffee before? Technically? Yes. 
when I was like four or five years old. What? Mm. No, listen. Whoa. Listen. Did you have that at church? My, no, my mom would, my, my parents drink coffee all the time. Like, they love coffee. But my mom would, sure. like, have, like, a half a mug left that's, like, sitting out all day and it's all cold. No. And I'd, and I'd, I'd oh, drink that when I was, like, four or five. So I thought I was edgy or something. I'm like, I'm going to drink my mom's coffee and it's cold. That's the and only that's coffee. The only experience. And that was literally, like, 25 years ago. We're going to have a long conversation at this podcast. Anyways, Andrew, bring us in yeah. to the show. <laughs> yeah, Star right. Wars prequels. Right. Okay, so you just heard us uh, rank all of the episodes for me. It was three, and then one, and then two. Three is my top. Drew, you were one, one three, three two, two, two. And then Jeremiah, you were what? Three, three two, two, one. Three, two. Blast off. Uh, so now I guess we get to defend our choices and or go in depth on our opinions it, of the movies. we get a battle? I wouldn't say it's battling. Um, Let's do 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 do. I, I would really like to hear a good discussion from you guys uh, <laughs> on like why you like the movies, why you don't like the movies. Because like, I think you two might be the first, aside from my wife, the first two like real Star Wars fans that I would have been able to have this conversation with. Awesome. So this will be fun for me. Yeah. So I think episode three is just great because it's like you mentioned, everything is just at a much higher elevated level than all the other movies. Like yeah. the the CGI, the I think the acting is obviously I think Hayden Christensen's acting is better in three than it is in two. I think yeah, that's, no, that's no. fair. That's, I stand by yeah, that. There's yeah. that. I think I think it's a very emotional film, and dude, I cried the first time I saw the Order sixty six thing. That it, and it is. I remember walking out of episode oh, yeah, three. Okay, you didn't cry. I okay, I, whatever. I remember walking out of ep- seeing episode three in the theater for the first time, and I was like, "This is that was the saddest movie I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire life." Yeah, and I always like movies that I can get like emotionally drawn in, like emotionally invested. Yeah, and. I can do that with episode three because it's it's like I've said in like before. I think when we were talking about um, our favorite characters, go listen to that podcast if you haven't already. Heck yeah! Um, Anakin's fall to the dark side is so sad for me. Like it's I, I if I think about walking going through my life, I randomly think about Anakin falling to the dark side. I, I feel so sad. Like it's actually I feel sad about it, and he's not even real. Like it's just that's fair. And so I just think it's. The tension is throughout the whole. Like you know, it's gonna happen. He's gonna fall. He's gonna become Vader. But we don't really know how it's gonna happen. Yeah. And it happens, and it's just insane. And there's so many great scenes. And I also think that the Anakin, well, technically Darth Vader versus Obi Wan fight, is the best lightsaber duel fight in all Star Wars. Mm. Or I should say of of live action. I. I would su- I would support that claim. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, the the tone of the voice is I'm processing it as I'm saying it, but I I could argue Disagree. for that. I I cuz I I just think I know the most people will say the mall fight um but the thing is there's more emotion yeah in the Anakin fight. True. I, you're you're and, you're swaying me more and, the more you're talking. Yeah. And honestly, I think the choreography is a lot better. Yeah. Because I <laughs> Literally last night, I, said, I watched oh, okay. I watched that on YouTube, and yes, there's some great choreography in the mall fight, 
Mm-hmm. But when you really when you really look at it and really see what's going on, it's not always the best because some of, some of them is just they're just hitting the lightsaber just behind, and you're supposed to be drawn to Maul the whole time. But if you're watching Obi Wan or Qui Gon, it's Qui Gon's an old guy actor. Did you? And it's he can't do crazy stuff. And the the, yeah. the best part of that whole fight is when it's one v one versus. Obi Wan and Maul, but is it? It's a one shot. Is it because and, it's just one shot, or is it because it's the best one because he has so much more emotion because his master just died? Well, there's there's that too, but I think that the, the choreography, just that choreography, is the best of that fight. And then if that choreography was the whole fight, then it would be a lot better. But yeah, that's fair. But anyway, that's just one aspect of. So I think for episode three, why I think that's the the better fight that is more emotional, better choreography. I think the the setting is just also, I think, better um, for that fight. Um, and I don't really understand the yeah, it's the, pretty lit. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really understand the whole like in the mall fight the like the 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 ray shield walls that come by. I don't even know what that is. Like, why are there randomly these things that are doing that? Dramatic tension. Yeah, it's okay, but. Anyway, okay. I'm not gonna battle you yet. <laughs> I'm letting you lay okay. out your cards before. I yeah, Drew, Drew's them. got a trap but, card in his hand that yeah, he's about to drop. So, but I just think, so for episode three, I think it's just overall every aspect of that movie is better than all the, the same corresponding aspects of the other movies. Sure. Um, yeah, I to camp out on episode three for a moment. Uh, three was my top pick. Um, and I'm, and again, I'm really torn between three and one. Um, but I think three looks the best by far. Cause I recently went back and watched through, uh, the prequels just kind of over the course of a few weekends, just when I had free time and one has just recently started showing its age to me. Right. Like it still looks really good because of how many practical yeah. effects they use. But like, there's some moments with Jar Jar, and I'm like, oh, yep, there it is. Like Jar Jar's animation, you mean? Yeah, but three still looks incredible, right? But don't you? Th- I don't want to lay down my cards yet. But don't you think two ages worse than one? No. Uh the Clone War scene at the end of the movie when they show all the clones is the worst. No. What are you talking about? No. What? You saw. You saw. Uh, shout out to Corridor Digital. You saw the Corridor crew when they did the VFX for Star Wars, right? I've seen, yeah, I've seen all of them. Uh, did you? Did, did you? Do you remember the the part where they did the, 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 the VFX over that battle? The Genos, yeah. And talk about the how cloud, where the, the the smoke. Yes, yes, dude, that whole battle. Not the battle. I'm He's talking about the when they're end, on the balcony. When about to leave, and you see all the clones walk out, and they're all fake. When Palpatine's on the balcony, looking out at, on Coruscant. Oh, he's talking about that. Oh, and the, when they zoom in in front of them, they're all fake. They just—they're all like fake. A blur. Anyway, no, I know, but I'm just saying it looks. It doesn't age well. Well, and I think that's I, what I'm trying I to say. I think the reason why that is the case is because one, excuse me, one used way more practical effects than two did. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so the sets were real. The actors were real for the most part. So that's um, I feel like two feels more fra- fake to me. I could and and I could. I would agree with that as well. Um, but I think three, it's kind of unanimous that three has aged the best, in, at least in my opinion. And yeah. It, you know, um, 
I love the music that John Williams composed for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, because like Jeremiah said, it does portray that, the emotion, like the raw yeah, emotion. Um, even though some of the parts of the dialogue are really, really cheesy. But for well, here's the thing for the dialogue. I don't think I have any problems for episode three. Um, I think the dialogue in episode two is the worst. Anakin's I, yeah. dialogue for episode okay, two is oh, for sure the worst. Okay, let me. Okay, we talk about three. Let me jump to, to two since we're kind of well, talking well, about. Well, no, it. no, I haven't. I haven't said my number one yet. We. I, oh, mean, I thought, I, I thought I we were going person by person and kind of just. No, I thought we were just. You're all of our. How are you? How are you doing this? I would say go start with your number one. Okay, and then I go do yeah. my number. Okay, one. Drew, you do your number. Hold number on, one. he's right. not done with his number. I'm like, oh, I'm like halfway done. I would say holistically, <laughs> oh, holistically, it is. It's the I think the best package of the three, because of the emotion, Jeremiah. You nailed that. Like that's one of the things, especially between Anakin and Obi Wan, that I really just appreciate about that movie. Um, the Mustafar duel is beautiful in every way. That whole scene is just nuts. You know what's seen though in episode three is probably the best scene seeing it again after you've seen the whole movie. What? It's when Anakin and Obi-Wan say bye. Yeah. And they go their separate ways. I watch that and I feel so like said they don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's like But I th- I just think I like the tension. I like the the struggle that happens throughout the movie in so many different fronts. Um I like I I wish they had done more with the scene with Palpatine in his room with the Jedi. Because I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. I'll probably oh, they, end up saying it again. Them. But the novelization makes that scene incredible and really gory. I need to read that book. I, I got it. so much. Book. I've got it. You got to bring it. Yeah, I will. Anyways, so three is my three is my favorite. One is my favorite. Why? Please, please, please tell us why. Because of Annie. Little, little, little Annie. Lady. No, I'm just kidding. That's not one. That's so weird. Okay. Yippee. My, <laughs> first of all, Darth Maul is the coolest bad guy character besides Palpatine that we get in all Star Wars. Okay. Let me ask you a question. If Clone Wars and Rebels were to be taken away from the universes if they had never happened, right? Correct. And the character development for him never happened, would you still say the same thing? Yeah. What? Darth Maul has always been my favorite. Well, I know that, I, but I, he he was my number one. I, pick. I wonder how much you guys forget. That's true. I wonder that's how true. much screen time he had in episode one. I mean, I'm gonna look it up. It's not a lot. Probably literally like it's not ten, a lot. Ten minutes. Mm, yeah, five minutes maybe. for that duel, and you have just a few like, scenes of like, him walking around, like trying to find stuff. Or, well, or and then the, the, that other dual scene that he had was one one blade out. Oh yeah, There's, but that that was literally thirty <laughs> seconds. Thirty seconds. <laughs> Se- seven, seven minutes. Seven minutes. Okay. <laughs> but as a child watching that movie, yeah, no, for sure, he was the scariest character. Yeah, well, he had a cool very, looking guy. Cool. Yeah, he's really cool. So for me, I've always loved Maul. And then growing up, I feel like that movie just brings he, yo he had less screen time than Snoke, Tarkin, Mace Windu. Than Snoke, he had less screen time than Snoke. Uh, Snoke had seven minutes thirty seconds. Oh, okay. 
and he has seven minutes. Jabba the Hutt only had 15 seconds less than he did. Dude, Jabba's a really... Grievous had six minutes and 30 seconds. Boba Fett had five minutes. Maz Kanata, four minutes, 45 seconds. Maz? Yeah. The the person with the character with the least amount of screen time. Bobo Shrek? Where's the... <laughs> no, where's the... It stops at three. Where's the... The number... There's no one has less than three minutes. That's important. That hasn't. But it name. stops at number three. Hmm. Like we're counting down the whole time, and then the bottom entry is number. Anyways, it doesn't matter. All right. Anyways, that's off topic. Why number? So Maul. Okay, so Maul's amazing. The development of Padme is very important, and I think it brings a lot of tension <gasps> through the galaxy. I, I've I've read things recently that that just reminded me of that you guys oh. should totally read, but and it's canon. Mm. It's a comic. Oh, oh, well, I've got time for that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but anyways, I just I just love episode one and like watching those three movies. I I think it's just very iconic of what George wanted it to be, and it brought out like. Yeah, a lot of it's boring because you get a lot of the the. There's a lot of politics. Politics part well, of it. I, I but find I, that stuff really interesting, I, though. I, I find it interesting, and you get a lot of the just the development of the Jedi and how important they were at the time. I just think it builds a story better than Episode Two does, well, which is why Episode Two sure. is. Is the bottom for me, and I I just think Andy. it it brings so it's just so much of what as a child I loved that movie, even though I wasn't supposed to love Jar Jar. I love Jar Jar. I I have a special place in my heart for Jar Jar. Too. Growing up now, I don't really <laughs> like him as much. Jeremiah's face. clearly like I don't like Jar Jar that much, but I mean. He's you, fine. He's grown on you over yeah. the last twenty. Well, years. no, no. He he. As a child, I loved him. He actually less grow, grow on me. Because oh. as a kid, I thought he was cool. I thought he was like a funny character. I liked him, but now that I grow up, I'm like I don't like him as much. But I just and the biggest thing for me too is they're on Tatooine. Oh gosh, you, Tatooine is like my favorite you thing. And in Tatooine. The world. I love Tatooine. I want them to always be on Tatooine. And you probably, if you heard like the, the um, Mandalorian stuff when they actually got on Tatooine, I was like almost in tears when he walked in the canteen. I don't want to talk about Tatooine, but Tatooine's the best. So for me, it just is like everything of a New Hope that I love, and every little piece of a New Hope that was in this movie brought is why I picked it. And that fight scene, I still think, is way better. Because, first of all, the episode 3 fight scene, when they're floating on those little tiny robots over the fire... That's literally, like, one-tenth of the whole fight. It is so dumb. Okay? It is so dumb. And then when they're fighting on the table, it's so whack. Like, why are they fighting on the table? But those two... I I understand the emotion behind everything else. I don't think you do. Those, <laughs> those two parts. And then the high ground scene. Don't even. That is so dumb. No, it's, I am fine with that. I think it's I don't so, understand you why know people hate it. how high they jump prior to that situation? So much higher. So for him to say, I have the high ground and he can't jump 
But he's trying. Like, okay, well, well, I won't discuss well, that. Well, no, you can't discuss. Well, I'm just saying, Anakin is still trying to attack. He's not trying to get to a better place of fighting. He's not trying to get the high ground by jumping over Obi Wan. He's trying to attack him. Yeah, but by Obi Wan saying, "I have the high ground, don't jump." Yeah, knowing that I'm gonna cut you in mid air. That when you're standing firm, you have a firm foundation. You're you can. Plan your strike yeah, but better he than could someone jump who's higher than that person. Well, right, but he didn't. But he's not he was trying to. By arrogance. He's not trying to. Sure. Here's the thing. Uh, for the, everyone that, that doesn't line know, just throws that whole thing off. For everyone that doesn't know, I did nine years of martial arts. Mm-hmm. Got my black belt. Did the whole thing. It was traditional karate, Okinawan karate. Did uh, a few other martial arts. Weird flex, but keep. But going. here's the thing. Here's what. So we did jump kicks, right? These really cool looking like jump spinning kicks. And they were really fun to watch and really straight for our live audience. Just when we get a live audience. Sure. We're a live. audience. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. We don't have enough room in our studio to do for me to start swinging my legs around a ton. Kick the light bulb like they do on YouTube all the time. Let's not. Uh, So here's the thing. Super fun for me. Super fun. Super cool to watch and to do. However, I remember my sensei specifically saying, you ever get in a real fight? Don't jump. None of this is practical. Because the second your body leaves the ground, you're just incredibly at risk. But they jump all, you all have the is... time in UFC. Yeah. But still. Here's <laughs> that's the thing. UFC. That's not that's, that's not, not real life. Here's that's not thing. real. Here's the thing. <laughs> Anakin jumping like that put him at a severe disadvantage. No, and I, get it. I just think that. the line is Brings you so much out of the whole situation. No, no, because he's here's he's, the thing. He's I, still pleading with Anakin I, to stop. I'm a big prequel memer. I love prequel. <laughs> oh, memes. the high ground memes I are the f- best. I follow an, an Instagram account called High Ground Daily, <laughs> and they post the same High Ground Daily and Hello There Daily. <laughs> Hello there, every day. Oh, that's and amazing. I like it I every day. I see it. <laughs> but anyways, that's beside the point. Go check those guys out. They're not a sponsor, but it's pretty dope. Yeah, go support your prequel meme community because I follow quite a few accounts. I just uh, that it bothered me, but that's fair. I I there's this, so I guess I can start with my number two. Sure, we can just work. Oh, oh wow! Oh wow! Work, way work to punch your microphone that way. since you're three. Because my number two is three. What I like about number two. And actually, your all n- your no, guys- no, 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 your number two, not your, your number two, not number okay, two. Okay, sorry, yes. sorry. Let's not make <laughs> sorry, that mistake. Sorry, 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 sorry. Episode, episode three, my number two pick. Yes. Um, I enjoy. I'm trying to think what I enjoy about it because there's a lot of things I have issues. <laughs> like, it's like it's my number two, but I can't think of anything I like about the movie. <laughs> I, I like the tension between when he finds out, like when he sees Obi-Wan in that scene. Um, Mustafar mm-hmm. coming out of the thing. That tension, was, like him standing there was pretty dope, even though he's standing there. Yeah, like with Superman, his, yeah. Superman stance. I, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought the way he acted towards Padme was re- so sad, but. Understandable, it was. It, it had to be done. It's the dark side, and in the development, Order sixty six kind of kind of fell a little short for me because it wasn't as intense as like I probably thought it was going to be. 
Now, I I will tell you it is a little short. In the yeah, the book as well. No, in the movie, it's well, yeah. I mean, it's I mean. it's it's got a it's got a it's good like a, it's got a good runtime, and the score is really what hits you hard. Yeah, but it's a little short for a stormtrooper. Ah, uh, mm, no new hope. Okay. No, okay. But <laughs> I just think that that's fine. Overall, that that movie does bring a lot of closure for me, and that whole Obi Wan scene when he is fighting. Uh, General Grievous, like that seems amazing. Yeah, that was a good fight. What? It's okay. I, Honestly, in the book, in the novelization, that scene is so much longer. Like they they really flesh oh, out I what bet. they were doing Here, in the tunnels. Here's here's the one big issue I have with like just Star Wars in general mm-hmm. is with these. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. There's no way that Grievous shouldn't have been able to kill Obi Wan very quickly. Like four arms with each with a lightsaber should have easily. I am raising my hand. You 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 block uh-uh. one. You swipe him in the. Uh uh-uh. I got it. Okay. Wait, this isn't canon, but he's using the force to hold those arms back while he's attacking. Oh, no. no 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 no. It's not that. <laughs> it's not that at all. Actually, so Obi Wan as a I'm swordsman. Obi Wan as a swordsman would never mastered a style outside of the most basic form. Mm. of the lightsaber combat. It was literally, he mastered it. Like, perfected it, which, but he never... Which why the way he killed Maul which, at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, which, which is, I think, Sorisu. Anyways, there's a few other forms of Taru, which is, like, really acrobatic, and then there's a, there's a few different forms of lightsaber fighting that, like, Yoda and Mace Windu, Mace Windu had his own style, uh, but it, it was these more advanced forms of fighting. He was, like... It's like eating the best piece of Wonder Bread you can get. It's super plain, about as plain as you can get as far as fighting styles are concerned for lightsaber combat. But it was, it was he perfected it. So, in the book prior to Revenge of the Sith and the Dark Lord trilogy, which is again not canon, Grievous and Windu fight. And Grievous, it's explained in the book that he has a computer inside his brain that immediately. So like subconsciously almost analyzes the fighting style of the person and allows him to replicate it, which is why he's so terrifying. So he starts to replicate Mace Windu's fighting style, which is, it, it's crazy because no one has ever been able to do that. And it's, he's supposed to be like the best duelist in the order. And so he specifically sends Obi-Wan be, because he mastered the simplest form and it was based on it was based pretty heavily on defending yourself, and he sends Obi Wan because he, and he says I'm paraphrasing, but in the book he goes, "You are the only person because you mastered this style that can actually beat Grievous because he's not expecting this." Again, it's not canon, but but if he has a computer program that can master the style instantly, then why does it matter if he can analyze it instantly? And like, okay, I got you. I just think. My, okay, my whole point is. I mean, it, he doesn't. What, it's what like he, an AI program. He doesn't have it instantly, but it's happening okay. instantly as he's fighting. Okay. But my my point is, he has when four arms and he, sure. He if he's blocking once, he blocks it, redirects it a little bit, and then he swipes some, cuts them in half. Like sure. But he's also not a force user. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. If you're blocking someone's lightsaber and you're holding it up here, and you have four arms and but you use your three and hit him right now. <laughs> I mean, maybe he is using the force the whole time to hold. Those it's it's kind of like it goes back to the worst lightsaber thing in all Star Wars, the 
episode eight Praetorian guard fight is the worst thing ever. Because we can all n- agree on that, right? Yeah. There's, oh, there's movie... no reason why they shouldn't have just been instantly killed by all those Praetorian guards. Like, it should have been done in three seconds. It's not even that. It's like Cause, cause... how that movie went, the whole movie, without two lightsabers ever hitting each other. That's a big issue that I have. Oh, that well, movie, that's different. But, that's a whole know. different thing. Yeah, it's a different thing. Um, <laughs> but... Or is it? <laughs> anyway. I thought it was fine. Oh, Okay. What the Praetorian Guard scene? No, 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 no. Fight. I, I liked it, and I liked that. I like the irony that it was finished with the blaster. Gosh. I love that part. Yeah, so uncivilized. Amen. That's why. <laughs> yeah. And then when he rips that his chest cool. plate open, you can see that. Yeah. What of a heart he has? And you hear Grievous get mad. He's like, and then, yeah. I don't like that Obi Wan tried to kick him. That was a dumb move. <laughs> and he hurt his foot. No, I just he would have shattered was... his shin. He probably did. When you're general and man, yeah, and the force. What what if what if at the end Obi Wan had a cast on his leg and he was fighting Anakin with the cast? we've learned that you can you can heal yourself with the force. Heal forced. So, what do you think about heal themselves? That you know of. Mm. That's true. No, I know but, I haven't seen someone. But maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, All right, anyway. So anyways, I you're episode three. I like episode three. The Yoda fight scene is really fun. Okay, let me ask this. What, what could have made episode three better that would have made it better than episode one? Um. Oh, that's a good one. Like, what is it lacking that it's not number one? Hating Christensen. Oh gosh! There's there's a there's a a YouTube video out there. That's all I have to say. That is titled something along the lines of "Why Hayden Christensen Played Anakin Perfectly." I've seen that title, but I've never watched it. I'm gonna send it to you too. I don't want you to. I want to see what you think. Sure, and we'll talk about next episode. Maybe Maybe. real quick. Right, right, but I I just think he's way better in episode three than he is in two, Mm -hmm. but. I still think there's certain scenes that take you out of the moment. Really? Like, like the when he me, talks to Padme, a lot of that time is very just like, I can't watch you right now. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with, <laughs> I'm with you on that when, one. There's a scene in episode three. There's a. Yeah, yeah, there's a scene. Yo, there's a scene. They're on a balcony. Yes, that's you, you know what I'm talking that's about. What I'm talking about. And she's like, uh. You're you're just. What did she say? You're just blinded by something, and he's no. He goes, no, I'm just blinded by love for you. And yeah. I was like, that, okay, there's <laughs> it a is so bad. There's a difference between bad dialogue and bad like. No, but his deliverance is so bad too, though. It well, is. Yeah, but when you're given I a crappy that. line, it's no, no, hard no. to make. No, no, it no, better. no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. I'm not you're right. saying that, but it does take you out of the moment. But the way he delivered it brought me completely out because. He made it sound more cheesy than it. The line is bad. I'm not saying that it's his fault for everything. Because George, I'm not George wrote a Ryan, lot of the dialogue. Ryan Johnson's episode eight is not always his fault either because J.J. built it up really bad. We're not talking about that. I'm just saying that there's a lot of other people. The The lines aren't good. Okay. But his deliverance was not good at all either. And he got the thumbs up like this was a good movie. Like you did good. Yeah. So I just think that line, for instance, when he finds out that she's pregnant, and it's so un, 
dramatic, but it's supposed to be super dramatic. She's making that scene better. Yeah. The way she responds to him was like, we can do this. And then he was like, I'm so happy. Like, it's just, it just took me, like, it seemed like there was no love there, but he was forcing love to be there. Sure. So their interactions together was probably my least favorite thing. That's fair. But Okay. You want to go to my number two? Yes. My number two was The Phantom Menace. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, this one. That. This I one. Why I have to surprise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one was hard for me because, like you said, this was th- this one has a special place in my heart as a kid. Like it, it. I remember after asking my father for so long, like, when are they going to make new movies? Like this came out, and then the marketing and the toys, and like before the movie comes out, so you're like. You you see a, a B one battle droid on a, a stap one of those stap speeder things and you're like what what is this like how does this sound how's it there's there's a lot of there was a lot of wonder tied to that movie um, and it's also the first time you see the Jedi at their height or what you know what would be the height for the universe at the time so like the only lightsaber duels you have you have the three main ones in the original trilogy up to this point you have Obi Wan and Vader. Luke and Vader in Empire, and then Luke and Vader in Return of the Jedi. And now Luke and Vader in Return of the Jedi definitely was more advanced. There was more happening, but there wasn't anything near like the Maul fight scene or even Maul and Qui-Gon in the desert or like any of the other stuff. Um, I love that scene. Yeah. A lot. And so um, there was just, I, I just remember having such a sense of of wonder and just being awestruck at what was happening on the screen. Um, you know, going back to Tatooine grounded it as, even as a kid in things that I knew. And I was like, Oh, this is a, this isn't something completely new that I have to, to get, you know, reacquainted with. But then you have, you see the Jedi temple and you're like, Oh, this is what this was like. You know, um, you get to see Yoda as a, as a much younger version of it. Well, I don't know if I can say much younger, much younger but a younger version of himself, you know, more, um, more able-bodied yeah. Yoda. Um, but now in the first cut of episode one, he looked way older for some reason. Well, it's because he was a puppet. Yeah, and then they changed, it, they, they, they changed it to CG. It looked nothing like Yoda. But yeah, no, it looked bad. <laughs> and then now that they re-edited it, it looks better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think if you had asked me in... That was Ice Guys. Yeah. I think if you had asked me young, like when I was younger, episode one might have been my favorite, but I think the reason it's not my favorite is because I've mentioned this before, but I, I like really complex stories, and episode one doesn't have as much of that. Yeah, now, that's fair. I will tell you that, again, not canon, but the Plagueis novel adds so much depth to episode one. That's probably why I honestly yeah. picked it. Because I love that. That was the first Star Wars book I ever read. Oh, heck yeah. And so for me, it like, when they fly up and Palpatine's seeing that little boy get off that ship. And yeah. He's scared of him right away. Yeah. And then you, Plagueis is in the background watching this whole interaction with them too. Yeah. And he was scared of Anakin right away because he knew that Anakin, who Anakin was. Yeah. And he was debating if he's going to kill Anakin or he's going to kill... Palpatine and take Anakin as his Padawan. So, for all of our listeners out there, 
If it's so, not canon, all it's not canon. But <laughs> if you if you're quarantined and you want a really good time, <laughs> the best one of the best Star Wars books. Yeah, I would I would second that. You need to go pick up a copy. There, it the, the paperback version is like eight bucks, super yeah, cheap. Yeah, super get, cheap. Or get the the audiobook. If they had, did they have an audiobook? Yeah, yeah. Get the audiobook. Listen to that, and then immediately, if you can, immediately or very shortly after, go watch the Phantom Menace, and it'll change the way you view that movie. Even though it's not canon, it's fantastic. Anyways, that's my number two. Take it away. Your number two is my two. number two is episode two. Oh boy. So do you hate sand? <laughs> I do hate because sand. it's coarse. I well, do I hate it's everywhere. He lives in hot, so of course he hates. That's sand. fair enough. But uh, so before episode nine came out, I watched all the movies just to be in preparation to see episode nine. Solid, solid plan. And so I remember Drew talking to you when I was doing this about episode two, and you're like, "It wasn't that bad." Yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And so I, I think that, so I, I kind of fell victim to the whole like. Back like when I started to rediscover Star Wars again, if you go listen to our Star Wars Stories podcast. Go do it. Um, do it. I was kind of in the mindset that, oh, I'm supposed to hate the prequels because that's what Star Wars fans are supposed to be. Like I was kind of in that mindset. Well, we were. It, 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 it is actually funny <laughs> because they people did hate those movies. And then I would, I would argue even before the new trilogy was announced, they they had a resurgence, and now yeah. especially in light of the sequels, they're like mm-hmm. beloved yeah pieces of Star Wars. And history. so, I was kind of like, and I remember a lot of people would say that Episode Two was the worst of the trilogy. So I, I kind of was like in that same mindset, like I'm supposed to hate Episode Two, but then like I would watch it, and I'm like, other than a few lines of dialogue, I don't have a problem with that movie. I honestly don't. Why what? are you laughing? I'm just so thinking about you've grown more beautiful uh, for a senator. I mean, <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene, little Annie. You haven't changed a bit. Boom, dude. dude. <laughs> so, uh, there's a reason why that's not my first one. Anyways, so please, please continue. Okay, I understand what you're saying, though. So I I think that the, the action is phenomenal. The action is great. I don't think that there's any like part of the movie plot wise that I don't like. I I, I think it's a, that's fair. A good storyline. But how do you feel about the chase at the beginning with Zam Wesley? The or Wes Wessel Wesley? Chasing yeah. after the bounty hunter guy? The the, the girl, girl. The changeling girl. The changeling at the very beginning. What with, about it? With the worm how do you feel about that scene? I love that. Well it, scene. it's kinda what I actually I didn't like that. That scene. Why? I think it, it's it's weird. I hated the sound of her speeder, bruh. And I don't even remember. There was the a scene. Okay, this is gonna, I, I, I remember. This is song. gonna sound really stupid. Okay, then but why are you he, gonna say no? It? No, shh. Here's the other thing. The reason why I don't like that scene is because there's a moment where she looks up and she has a different face. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, as a younger kid, that actually scared me the first time because I wasn't expecting it. And forevermore, I've just like it doesn't scare me anymore, but I've had a distaste for that scene ever since. I did the same thing for me as a kid. That that moment did scare the frick out of me. Yeah, because you're not expecting but, it. Because we weren't expecting it at the time. But for me, that scene, I understand. Like I kind of always did, kind of skip over that 
part a little bit as a child. Yeah. But when Django shoots her and he flies off and they realize that that was like not a waste of time, but like they didn't get anything really out of it. Yeah. What? They got the dart. Well, they got the dart. That's what leads but, to the Camino. But it just like, no, but it made them not feel as powerful because a guy with the jetpack stopped the conversation and was able to like they couldn't get to him. So it kind right. of made like Django more powerful, which that's why I like that scene a lot. Sure. Yeah, please continue. But that but, yeah. that chasing I don't it's it's very there. it's weird like to that point like that scene in Star Wars just didn't fit. But really? it's also well a weird cars chase scene in Coruscant like But I mean if you think of episode 1 like there's a race. Yeah, but that's a car a, race. That's a race though where that's just a race. Like you could you could picture that happening in a Star Wars universe. It's just pod racing. Yeah, like you could just but you could still think, okay, there's probably some racing that takes place in that universe. Sure. But just like a, a weird chase scene was like this weird yellow cab. <laughs> like yeah. it, it was weird, but like it's it's whatever. Like I think it's kind of cool when was it when Anakin jumped out and it's like fell and like I, timed I it perfectly. Like things that I like about that whole scene. I like that scene. Did you like that part? Yeah. When he like. It's yeah. just, it's crazy. It's like, how does he know that he's gonna get the timing right? He's <laughs> the chosen one. Anyways, the things notable things from that scene that I did really enjoy. I love the moment when Obi Wan looks at Ken and goes, "I feel like you're gonna be the death of me someday." That See, was there's br- some good lines. That in was there. brilliant. I laughed so much in the movie theater when that came on because there's like, some ah, good lines in that movie, later. but all of them are from Obi Wan. That's true. Uh but then. Other things that I loved, Anthony Daniels' cameo in the bar, Ahmed Best, who plays Jar Jar, his cameo in the bar, and the guy who wants to sell him death sticks, Obi-Wan death sticks, is, uh, oh, what's his name? He He's in the Matrix. He plays the, the coder guy yeah, 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 in the yeah, Matrix yeah. as yep. well. Mm-hmm. So that's who, kind of a cameo. Uh, Ahmed Best's character? He is in the he, bar. He's just standing there. He's standing there. He's the black guy. Okay. And and I like and again, n- not to be insensitive with just kind of throwing that out there, but literally, if I remember correctly, he's kind of the only black individual that stands out in a crowd. And and they do it on purpose too because they want you to know it's him. Yeah. They do the same thing with Anthony Daniels. But you'll if you go back and rewatch it, he's he's in there. I didn't even know that he was in there. You should go check it out. Yeah. And Anthony Daniels is. They're both dressed as uh, kind of your your classic officer. They've got like the classic military officer looking uniforms from like, it kind of, it's kind of reminiscent of like the civil war, those types of mm-hmm. uniforms. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, keep going, Jeremiah. Yeah. So I, I think the, the reveal of the clone army was great. I think, I just think there's a lot of great plot points mm-hmm. and it's, it adds so much because in episode four, you know, there's, you fought in the Clone Wars? Da, 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 da. Like, what's yeah. the, what were the Clone Wars? Oh, like? right. And, like, yeah. we have no idea what it was. And then we get to episode two, and the the attack of the clones, like, oh, we get to know about the clones? What's. Mm-hmm. And you see all these clones, and you like, see them attack. That, too. And then you see, you see, like, an insane amount of lightsabers, and lightsabers are just cool. So at, on Geonosis. You see a million lightsabers. That's just great. That was a really cool scene. Um, and like I said, other than just a few 
pieces of dialogue. Like honestly, it's uh, um, okay. I don't have a problem with the, the sand scene. I don't have. With, I don't care about that. Like I have no problem with that. I don't think that's th- that bad. But the sand scene. When he talks about the sand. It's oh. rough. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. Like, I don't have Those a rubbing your back. Not like you, I'm soft. Like you. I'm like, <laughs> oh gosh, you know, this is some stalker level stuff, right? Anyway, well, he has been thinking of her every day for yeah. the past. Yeah, yeah, but Anyways. he's also how old? And how old is she? She's way older than him. There's like a solid, yeah, eight to ten year gap between them. Well, is he like of age? Like, how old is he? I I can well, look he's, it up. He's ten in episode one, and this is thirteen years later, so he's. Okay. 23. Okay. And she's like 30. Okay. I just always thought he was like 17 in this movie for some reason. No. But, um, okay, so. He, I, he looks young. He does look young. So, so the lines that I didn't like were like when they're sitting by like the bonfire or not the bonfire. Yes. Like the, the, yeah, the fireplace. fireplace. Yes. That, that the, scene the, is horrible. The kiss I shouldn't have or whatever. Like that is just a really yeah. awkward. Like, yes, that was really awkward. Like I hated yeah. that. Also, um, yeah. earlier on in the film, when Anakin goes on, gets angry and rants about how he's not being recognized as powerful, like he that anger came out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa, dude! Like, why are you so, like, yeah? You just seen this girl for the first time in 13 years, and you're already like opening up to her like in a, an extreme manner. Like, so easy. Like, it yeah. was just way over the top. I didn't. The acting was terrible. Um, she's already trying to fix his issues. I feel like a lot of those, those two movies is Padme being her, his therapist. She, she goes, don't look at me like that. It makes me uncomfortable. And then it cuts to his face and he's like smirking. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what is going on? This is so inappropriate. Like you could have a, you could go to jail for the way you're acting. It's that bad. Yeah, yeah and bad. then also episode two, I think the, um, like the all the stuff on Geonosis, like the battle, like the when they're fighting the monster, the the monster guys, like those are that was a great scene. I just yeah, think it was, was fun. It was a really good scene. Um, just the whole, <laughs> just just the whole scratch on the back. <laughs> just the whole battle of Geonosis. My favorite part of that again, an Obi Wan line where he's like. We, Master, we're on our way to rescue you. And he looks up at his chains and goes, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. For real. Roasted. That whole ballad Geonosis thing was, was great. Once the clones show oh, up. Oh, and she, he makes the, the other joke. When Padme gets make, on top he, of the pillar, he he's like, of, she seems to be on top of things. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Anyways. And yeah, with that whole, like the corridor crew, uh, the whole, when they're analyzing the whole scene, the whole, yeah. when the, when the, Starship or whatever, whatever the ball the, thing. The, the gunship? No, the the big ball that they shoot down. The, oh, whatever, yeah. What is the, it called? The is Trade this? Federation. Yeah, whatever. When that hit, ships yeah, that crashes cool. and the cloud comes and that the clones are walking through it and they're fighting the, the lighting and that's a cool scene. Yeah. Um, And then as a kid watching Yoda walk in. Okay. Whip yeah, out his, that was, that his, was his green lightsaber. Like, yeah. True. Um, like that was just like as a kid. Now, as an adult looking at that, it's like it's not as crazy intense. But no, but as a kid, that honestly, that scene alone, as a child growing up until I hit about, I don't know, thirteen or fifteen or something. Like as a kid, that scene alone made me like that movie better than even three. 
because I loved when Obi Wan walked in, and you're like, "Why is he walking in?" You like mean Yoda, or sorry, <sighs> Yoda walking in, and then he drops his cane, and then opens and forts. Like that scene was pretty, and Anakin's down there twitching, and yeah, cut in half. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I don't, I love that scene. But yes. So yeah, I don't really, other than like I said, a few dialogue scenes. Like I don't have any complaints about the film. I think it's just a great step up from episode one. Which when I talk about one, I'll talk about that. Yeah. Oof. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand that part. Well, I'll explain He's why. He's entitled to his opinion. I'll explain why I hate episode one. So here's the thing: you could either a go to your number one and then come back around with our number ones, or b we could stay on Attack of the Clones. Because that's our number three. Yeah, you can stay in it. Okay. Stand, yeah. Okay. That's fine. So. I feel like there, one of us just needs to talk and I'll disagree with everything Andrew says probably. Okay. <laughs> so I, there, now that I'm, now that Jeremiah's going back yep. through it, mm-hmm. okay. I, I think that there is a lot of really great stuff in Attack of the Clones. Correct. I think there is. There is. But golly, the dialogue is the worst. So, so is that why it's on the bottom for you? It's, the dialogue? it's a combination of the dialogue. It's the anger coming out of nowhere. Because here's the thing about Anakin. Like you have, th- okay, this is before Clone Wars, right? Yeah. So you have three movies. You have Kid Anakin. You <laughs> covertly eating your Snickers over there. Uh, you have Kid Anakin, and then you have teenage Anakin, and then you have adult Anakin. Well, not teenage, but like young adult Anakin. But so you have to, you know, George is trying to plan this progression into the dark side but it feels like it's just so abrupt it's like when you're driving you have to slam on brakes out of nowhere for a squirrel or something like that's what it felt like when his anger happened and then he so like in in one he's a normal kid that has a crush in in three he's a husband and it's 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 way way easier to digest but in two he's he's so creepy yeah, and it's not even like in I wouldn't even say that he has a crush. I think it's more like it seems more that he sees her more as like a guardian or like someone sure. that's ting I never really got that whole like I'm in love with you until he Are you an angel? Until yeah, exactly. The moons of Diego, I think. Yeah, like it doesn't seem like <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's looking at her that way. Sure. But somewhere on the lines Yeah. His balls drop and his yeah. his mind chains a little I mean, bit. the whole beginning scene, Anakin, you're sweating. You know, that whole scene in the elevator. Oh, yeah. And then there's the whole thing where it's just, like, super cringy because he, like, hits – low-key hits on her in front of everyone in the room. Not even low-key, like and then, key. and then she <laughs> shuts him down. And then him and Obi-Wan are watching her – watching over her later, and he's like – I can sense everything that's going on in that room. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dude, chill. We uh, we know you're powerful. Chill. Uh, I I think, and it's actually funny. So my wife, for those of you that don't know, is a Star Wars fan. And she's very on board with everything. Like, she'll talk lore. She'll, she'll engage and everything. She's incredible. The one movie... She has put her foot down and refuses to watch with me as Attack of the Clones. Oh, come on. Specifically because of Anakin and Padme's relationship and the dialogue. It's pretty rough. Dude, the whole it's scene, the, the scene in 
when they're in the field on Naboo. Because, mm-hmm. like, she's, like, and talking rolling, about... And he she, rolls on a pig or whatever, that, like, cow falls I, on him. I'll get to that. So, God, first, man. they're talking about, you know, he's, like, flirting and talking about, you know, picking at her because she's a senator. And then, um, and this is after the sand, the, the back sand scene. Yeah. But then she's talking about how, like, there was this guy and he was cute and he's like, all right, whatever. And he gets, like, super broody and emo and is, then do you guys think that that guy is the guy clovis in, yeah no it's a different name oh it's a completely yeah, different right. name good thought though but um but then he gets on top of that thing which by the way do, did either one of you ever watch chowder no no i have no idea Dang, okay about. it's a it's it was a cartoon network tv show it was hilarious there was an episode it was based on being a it was all based around culinary stuff being a cook food uh there's an episode where he, the main character, uh, gets a Jolly Rancher, not a Jolly Rancher, uh, um, Starburst, not a Starburst, uh, Jawbreaker that's so sour, or no, it's a lemon or something. Anyway, so sour, he like implodes into his own mouth. <laughs> it's really funny. And his taste buds look exactly like those <laughs> things from the field, <laughs> the way that they're shaped. So like, I look back and all I can think is he's riding a taste bud right now. <laughs> Anyways, so he does the thing where he like acts like he's fake and then they start rolling around and then it wipes. And I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. Um, I think I'll take him now. And he jumps in and tries to fight Dooku. I think that. You know, all of what he's doing, I think, would feel so much more natural if it was more gradual and not so abrupt for me. I think Anakin was just really awkward in this movie as opposed to the bookends of three and one. Okay, let me ask you this. But is he... Go ahead. So, um, we, we would all agree that the Clone Wars animated show... Yeah adds a lot to the context of episode three that un- yeah. so we understand his fall better. Yeah. Do you think if they made an animated show between one and two that gave more context to Anakin, that that gradual part yeah. happened there? If we watched that, would you like episode two better? I mean, uh, I, I still wouldn't like, like the dialogue. Well, because the dialogue but, but it would make more, it would, it would make more make... sense. It would make more sense. Well, what would they do? Like, like... I don't understand how they can make it better because then they would just have him sitting in his room thinking of her. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing is, is I, I think the one, the, the one way Luke, Lucas shot himself in the foot with that movie is like, having there being such a gap and yeah. then them actually not seeing one another. It would have been different. I honestly, yeah, if it had, if they had seen each other, like four or five times off and on yeah. and his love had been built gradually I think that would have I think I kinda, actually the whole movie I think the whole movie would have been a, I also kind of disagree because for all we know this is like one of the only females that he has seen that like kind of help him get out of there Tatooine that's true so I kind of get that whole like side of it that like he felt, but I think it went from like like I said, I wish that the he didn't like her right away, or like I can't feel everything you do in that room, and like maybe towards the end of the movie, he's starting to like her, and like maybe they just hold hands instead of like full on probably yeah. do other things that we don't know what's happening yeah, in the not, fire sequence. Yeah, but I'm just saying like if they sl- if he slowed it down a little bit, yeah. 
I feel like the relationship would have made well, more Well, because the sense. movie ends with them getting married. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, this is exactly. really f- fast. So I just feel like it was super fast. Now, so, it's interesting because, like I said, you get to episode three when they're already established as a secret married couple and everything, again, it's fine. the dialogue's kind of rough at times, but it, it's better. it feels natural. So I just feel the like whole progression. maybe it's the time of like the movie's only so long and they can only do so much. Sure. But and it is a challenge. Like I said, how do you how do you take this character from a kid to where he needs to be at the end of the movie so that you can set up mm-hmm. what happens in Revenge of the Sith? I just think it's kind of ridiculous that he already loved her before he even saw her. Yeah. Because but, I didn't get that feeling at the end of episode 1. Right. I got like they a smiled at one child. another. Yeah, he yeah. smiled, but it could be, like, in my mindset as a chit kid watching that, I'm like, oh, that's his like new mom. Or it's like when you have a crush on your babysitter when there's like a ten year gap between them. I never did that. Well, my I babysitter didn't, was Jeremiah's I, brother. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> eat, I didn't either. But like you hear about that, where like sure. you know a young kid has a crush on his teacher or something, but it's not like really. A crush per se, but it's yeah. like she's pretty and she takes care of me and like that's or like thing. maybe they like built it up where he didn't like her and then he saw her and she had that necklace that he made her right and then that made that connection sure it just felt rushed now all of that to say um I didn't like the scene at the beginning the the thing about the Clone Wars so does. As, uh, when she arrives on Coruscant? No. What's the, uh, the fighting? The, that, not the, the chase scene. The chase scene. The oh. speeder chase scene. But the other thing, I want to hit on one more thing. The thing that really confused me as a kid was there was a lot of... So in episode one, there's a lot of talk about politics. But there it for somehow, you didn't need to follow that stuff and comprehend it fully to know what was going on. Like, you knew who the bad guys were. Okay, the bad guys are doing stuff. And maybe that stuff is political and I don't understand it, but now I know how we got here because they invaded the good guy's planet. And, you know, like yeah, it, it was easy sense. to follow. With the one thing that really confused me as a kid was Sifo Diaz and the whole clone army thing. Because Obi Wan goes and he's like, What? 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 We have yeah. a clone army? You know, like, I'm glad that they explored that in the Clone Wars. But as, as a kid, yeah. that was one of the things that kind of took me out of the movie a little bit because I was like, Mm-hmm. I feel like this is really important, but I just don't know what's happening. Question. Jeremiah, do you like this movie over one because of the Clone Wars show? No. Okay. Just, so, I was just curious. Because I could, I, think I do objecti- appreciate this movie a lot more after I've seen Clone Wars. I think Wars. objectively there's, there's more... Better sequences? Objectively, I think episode two is better than episode one. And I'll... Well, sure. When I get to one, I'll and, explain and, why. And realistically, I'm almost done. I was the the last thing I have to say about this is that there are, like, even though it's my least favorite of the prequels, I still thoroughly enjoy it every time I watch it. Well, it's I, a it's I a still great. Like it better than I'm not going to say which ones, but I like it better a lot more. I like it more better. There you go. Than some of the new movies. So yeah. I mean, and it's I it's do, Star Wars. I, one I of love my favorite scenes of all Star Wars is in this movie. Yeah, when Obi Wan goes to the cafe with with Dex, and you see Dex, and he says Obi Wan. That's like still one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, he pulls time. up his pants. Yep. Yeah, I I Which mean, is, there's a lot. If you remember that, that's a 
pongrels species. species yeah. yeah. So very long, big contrast between the two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love. That's the, how you got to start, didn't you know? I love everything. The droid factory was a little, <laughs> a little cheesy, but I, I like the factory and I love I loved, the. Jingle Fett stuff. Yeah, Jingle Fett. I loved the Coliseum on towards the end of the movie, through the end. Like, there, dude. The action is is great. Anyways, all that to say, it's my third. But I will I will give you a sneak peek of a further episode where I rank all the movies. It's my third here, but by a long shot, not my least favorite movie. I mean, like a few light years. Mine's not a few light say light years, but it's I was just trying to make a Star Wars not. reference. Jeremiah, take it away oh, with your number three. Wait, I didn't. Oh, I thought you. I were want just to gonna... re- mention for me. I okay. agree with mostly what Andrew said. I hated that whole sequence of them on the conveyor belts, and you hated that. I did not like. Why? That. That's fun. I, I, I don't like the lighting in that room. That's... and it takes me out of that whole. It doesn't feel like Star. Why Wars Why does there to need me. to be good lighting? It's I robots and. I, I just I didn't like that part of it, and I don't like the alien species. I'm gonna the Geonosis. The Geonosis. Yeah, they're so gross. They're that's like, the point. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I didn't like it. Way to be insensitive. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Um, did you like them more or or less after the Clone Wars episodes where they featured them? Like the zombie episode mm, with the, yeah. the warm up a the little nose. bit more. Really? With the queen. <laughs> I liked like them less. Granted, I never hated them, but I liked them oh, less. I liked them more because I feel like they weren't as bad as that because they weren't zombies. I just didn't like it that much. And then for what I did like and uh, Andrew didn't really say is I I love the development between Jingle and like how we learned how Boba Fett became Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Like I enjoy that side of seeing him, and I do like when he picks up the helmet and looks at it. And you see the shadow. But then when he gets, <laughs> yeah. you ever, Andrew, did you ever look that up? Because I remember we mentioned that to you, and you never noticed that. How that the head didn't drop out or blood. <laughs> No, the head I, did drop I, out. I think I watched no, it after. No, but like when he picked it up oh. and then fall on his lap. Yeah, I saw it. I re- I think I watched the movie after we did that episode. So, but anyways, I I just I do like that movie. And we didn't talk about the when Anakin finds his mo- mother. That's a great. True. Oh, whoa. True. True. That's like one of the I, best. I forgot scenes. that was even in the movie. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, that, that is that's one of the a best really scenes. good scene. I agree. And that, that that's that's and a when really he good goes scene. on tattooing again. <laughs> The best part of the movie is the best, <laughs> Honestly, that's my favorite part, and that does show his development of anger. Annie, little Annie, but <laughs> yeah, I got I, some scumbags I, over here. See, I love that part. I love that part of the Clone Wars, but that loves, and it does help with their love relationship. Now that is very true, and it does make it kind of a little bit more okay that they got married. Because she saw him at his deepest worst, and he she somehow get him out of there. There is if a, you can't live them at their murderous state, you can't live them at their best true. state. True. So. And, and she uh, justified you, that you, somehow yeah. in her mind, uh, which doesn't really make let, sense. Let's, let's, no, no, let's start. Just forget it. <laughs> I, well, I will say to, we're already at hour fifteen minutes. Oh, oh boy! Uh, really quickly, Kenobi novel, not canon. Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> Just read it. There's a tie-in to Attack of the Clones and the Tuscan Raiders. And anyways, go Jeremiah. So finish this ep- off. Episode one. 
<laughs> there just isn't a lot of plot. All right. That's that's, that's your episode, you guys. I hope you know. <laughs> that's really what it boils down to. Okay. When it the only really good parts of the movie, the mall fight and the pod racing scene. Other than that, there's not a lot that happens in that movie. It's a very political movie. Mm. Even even then, it's not like the politics doesn't take away from the film. Even though I would say I'm still kind of confused on some of the political things. Read the Plagueis novel. Okay. Honestly, he's not going. And to. the thing is, like, I don't really understand because I understand the Trade Federation is like one of the main trading main like federations <laughs> the main people in the separatist side like they're like the main like well party they're one of them but they're one of the main throughout the whole yeah. they're, yeah, they're yeah, one of the main yeah. things and um it's i don't really understand what that conflict on naboo has to do with the whole clone wars like the whole prequel thing like i don't get it 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 made it put Palpatine in the chancellorship. That, that's the whole point. Is Palpatine initiated this because he knew that it would put him in power? You need to read the Plagueis novel. But but I'm saying looking that's at that's not canon, Andrew. Canon. Oh, yeah. Yes, true. But uh, yes, that that. That's but looking the at point. just the movies, like what does that have to do with the grand scheme of things? Like, it puts him. It puts him in the chancellorship. Is that that's the whole point. Is yeah. that, that's a big point though. But is yeah. that. So the whole reason why there's that conflict on Naboo is because so that Darth Sidious force him knew in. that if he initiated this, it would yeah. lead to his power. To, yeah, yeah. Even though it doesn't and say he's, that, and he's a senator mm-hmm. from Naboo. Yeah, he's represented from Naboo. He gets them to do a vote of no confidence. He 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 completely uh, works that out behind the scenes, and then he gets into the chancellorship, which allows him to. Make the creation of the. No, I do have to point out that it does kind of make it less important in this movie. I feel like he, they don't really, he just like runs up to Padme like, I might get voted in, and then like runs off like it's kind of weird. But But like, yeah, like it's not very. I understand where your confusion is, but yes, it is a very important part of the whole grand. Okay. Thing, it's also, yeah. Anyways, so apart from that, like, if you really think the of the events that happen, what is there? They go to Naboo. They spend well, half. They, they, they find Anakin. Well, yeah, but they—that's the biggest event of all time. Well, I understand that, but half the movie, or more than half the movie, is just them on Tatooine trying to get Anakin to go with them. Do you have a problem with Tatooine? Do you have a problem with Anakin? I don't have a, Do you have a problem, problem with, with any of that. My point is, it's. There's not a lot of plot there. You have a problem with Sebulba? They're just trying to take a slave out of slavery. Like it's a good, it's important, but like it, there's not a lot of plot. It's just this very simple, straightforward thing. Sure. There's no complexity. Mm-hmm. There's it's just I don't know. There's just not a lot, and that's fair. I it's forgettable, and like other than like the the main events that happen, like the mall fight, the the fighting with the. Do you like what the, the, the you have to admit that the Gungans, three the fight with the, like, the war between the Gungans and yeah, the droids like yeah. that's great, but like and the air flight when how Anakin figures out how to blow it up now this is pod racing. <laughs> I, I like I said I just there's just not a lot there I think, and that's why I think it's not because the rest of the movies why I, I would I like a lot of the other stories because there's just more story, mm-hmm. and that's why I just think it's towards the bottom of all the Star Wars. All right. 
pre- that's a little sneak peek to what I have to say. Dang, man. All right, really quickly before we, we wrap up. Out of 10 lightsabers, <laughs> what would you give the trilogy as a whole? Drew. Damn. I was not prepared. Was I supposed to be prepared for this? No, just just improvise your way into this. Out of trying 10. to think about what I think about the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of ten, what would you rank it? Ten lightsabers. What would you rank it? Eight. I was actually thinking about giving it an eight. Mm, sure, he was. But I'll give it an eight and a half. Bro. Lightsabers, Jeremiah. So, it's oh, ha- it's ha- no, 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 no. You're gonna you're gonna be surprised. So, if you say the, ten, the <laughs> thing the thing that I it's hard for me to judge these movies on is because it's so influenced by the Clone Wars animated show yeah. that I can't n- not think of the movies separate from that. I actually, it has not, th- they, those episodes have not influenced it for me. What? Yeah. I, would I think of them as a it, separate thing. It, yep, I, 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 I can't separate I it because it's one story and I can't separate them. And so I think it adds so much context to two and three that it makes him so much better. True. And that is I true. would say that the prequel trilogy is my favorite of the three trilogies. And I would give it a 10 out of 10 lightsabers. Oh. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Good uh, Lord. Did I call that? I think I called that. I think I'm going to be sick. Oh, I'm just kidding. Everyone's he's, he's valid a, to their own opinion. Yeah, I was going to say his Andrew. opinion is valid. <laughs> I just don't know how to respond to that. It just shows you how much he now, loves the Clone now, Wars now TV if, show. If I were why to you take... should listen to Clone Wars State Podcast to get more of that love. Now if yeah, if you were to take if you were to take the Clone Wars out of it, yeah. then Which yeah, it, it would probably to. drop lower. It would probably wouldn't be my favorite. But I can't divorce Divorce the two because they're so intertwined. Is this hard for you to separate it? Yeah, because when That's I when hard. I think of Star Wars and I think of the of the prequels, I think mm-hmm. of the animated show. When I think of Anakin, sure. I don't think of Hayden Christensen. I think of Matt Lanner voice acting with the animated guy. That's so hard for me to I because we have a lot al- more time. Almost with, like two different Anakins to me. They are, dude. But I, anyways, but that's not the point. That's the point. Hey, good for you, man. <laughs> This You're is gonna, doing it the best way possible. And honestly, this is going to make things really interesting for our listeners Correct. later on. Or just right now. <laughs> or Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the, the club, folks. It's going to be a good run. So any final thoughts, boys? No. Um, stay tuned for what you're going to see next week when we're going to do 4, 5, and 6, right? Yeah, the original trilogy. The OG. And you'll get our thoughts on that um, and stuff like that. I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm going to yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, so... Also, just, make sure, one more time, use the promo code... Empire Radio. Empire Radio, capital E-R, no space, at checkout when you go order your bags of coffee from Wesley Andrews. That's wesleyandrews.cc. Order subscription today. Yeah, and stay safe. Don't be yes. stupid. Wash your hands. Just have common sense. And don't hoard things. Don't You're not hoard. helping. Why are you hoarding? Like, Anyways, just... How often do you... Just, Use number two. Like, you don't need all the toilet paper in the world. Look, here's what... Let, let's all be a little bit more like Luke when he selfless... Which, which Luke? Uh, the which Luke? The, OG, OG uh, Trilogy. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't OG go to Tashi Station and hoard all the power no. converters. <laughs> <Don't> yeah. <laughs> throw your toilet <laughs> paper over your shoulder either. 
Yeah, just sacrifice yourself for your friends. Go face Darth Vader alone. And by that I mean don't overbuy things, okay? Mm-hmm. But just know that we're going to be here. We're going to still pump out content. Yes. Stay tuned. Um, and uh, and if you can't afford to to help us financially, if you want to mail us like, a, a roll of toilet paper, like we'll, we'll accept that. <laughs> it's hard out here in Hoth. Yeah. <laughs> toilet paper is scarce. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, we live in Minnesota. Or Hoth. Which is basically Hoth. But anyways, I've been Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the force be with you. Always. Always.